Welcome to Entrepreneurship is a Marathon, a podcast about how you can grow a profit-producing, purpose-driven business without burnout. We don't need more people starting businesses. We need more people continuing. Each week, we'll deliver the latest and greatest tips, tricks, and strategies for you to revive, grow, and scale your business. Now, here's your host, consultant, professor, and the business defibrillator, Vanessa Zami. Something is missing, but what? This was a question I had for many, many, many a months. And it felt like ages right now, entrepreneurship time. But it really was many a months, right? Something is missing, but what is missing? Back and forth, I went with different ideas, different thoughts. There was doubt. There was imposter syndrome. There was shiny object syndrome. What is not working? I don't understand, right? And unfortunately, what ended up happening, right, with that was really just a bunch of wasted, lots of of investments were made. Let me put it that way. Lots of investments were made into this program and this ad and and then this webinar, this masterclass, event after this, event after event. I spent over six figures on programs alone, right, for my business, searching and experimenting, trying to go back to that question of something is missing, but what? And the thing is, I had no business experimenting with some of the things that I tried online. But I tried every online thing imaginable. And it was the great things that now I had the experience to share with my clients. But essentially, it was in that moment, it was just trying to really answer that question of something is missing, but what is missing, right? And I couldn't quite understand. And each time, I would try something, I would fail, I would get back on the wagon, on the horse, right? Get back in the race. And I'll be like, hey, but money is coming, but it's not really where it needs to be. So something is missing, but what? What is happening or what is not happening, right? And I remember there was a, a week of time, such as eight days, where eight nights, where I essentially, I was just, I just went to bed, just sleeping, crying. <laughs> I was in bed crying myself to sleep eight nights in a row, right? Couldn't do it during the day. I was like, let me brave my- Brave, say, show a brave face during the daytime for the team, right? And then at nighttime, I'll be like, oh my goodness. And just cry myself to sleep eight nights in a row. Eight nights in a row. And it, I did not receive five golden rings on the fifth day. I did not. Um, it was before the holidays, but essentially it was eight nights of tears. And there were thoughts of, okay, maybe I should quit. Maybe it's time for me to exit. Maybe, you know, like the business has reached some sort of point, but maybe it's just, now it's just time to stop, right? It must be time to stop because it's, it's no longer growing. It's like, it's grown and now it's plateaued. It's stagnant, right? No longer growing. So maybe it must be, must be time for me to stop, right? And it was one of those things, out of those tears, it was one of those things where maybe you've been in a situation for yourself and you think to yourself like, oh my goodness, I don't get it. Like, it's just, things have just stopped. It seems like things have stopped. Like things are... Maybe you're in a place where maybe you're a business, you are making sales, but you've tried all the things and it's like the growth has sort of stopped, right? Not that it's bad, your revenue may not be bad, but it's just like, it's not where it could be. And it's been the same place maybe for six months too long or three years or whatever it may be, right? Or maybe it's been a place where your business was going well and then it just like crashed and burned. It's just, it's just down, down. Now it's going the downhill no longer on the uphill climb, it's on the downhill. You keep trying things and trying things and what's missing, 
You're like, something is missing, but what? But it was out of those tears and a lot of those thoughts that essentially I was just tired of going back and forth, right? It was from those tears. I was just like, I have had enough. <laughs> like, I have had enough of just going back and forth, this whole roller coaster. I was just like, what is going on here? Like, something is not happening. And it was in those moments on the eighth night. I woke up from the eighth night, essentially. And it was the eighth night I was crying. And then essentially it was like the ninth day, so to speak, because that's when I woke up. The ninth day when I woke up from that eighth night. And I remember thinking to myself, like, wait a second. I've achieved so much in life. Maybe you've been in this situation, right? If you're a high achieving, ambitious person, that I've achieved so much in life to get to where I am today. And for me, it was like, achieve stuff despite the odds to get to where I am today. Like, and I entered entrepreneurship and like problem solving is my bread and butter and it's been all my life. And I said, okay, what if I applied that same natural technique to my actual business, right? Because it was wrong. And we got to put this aside here, wrong, right? Wrong refers to, no, it is not time for you to quit, right? It's time for you to think about something different, think about something new. So for me, it was thinking through and looking at what if I applied those sort of life problem solving things into my actual business, right? What would actually happen? And that is then what changed the game for me. So we're going to go through this tonight in tonight's episode of Entrepreneurship is a Marathon, how to unstuck your income. Because with the business revival method, which is a method that I essentially practice for myself and I've taught many dozens of clients thus far, it's allowed me to continue my impact in empowering and equipping ambitious solopreneurs to keep moving forward on their vision, but also to increase my income in the same way. Impact and income, folks. So business is about impact and income. At least that's what change makers businesses are about, right? Impact and income. Like what you hear? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Now back to the show. And through that, I've been able to accomplish so much. You know, as you already know, all this stuff here. I'm approaching 400 episodes, guys. I'm so excited. I just never realized that today. I'm approaching 400 episodes really soon. Uh, entrepreneurship is a marathon, right? And complete over 80 speaking engagements, 90 thus far right now. And, you know, have an online community and have all of you watching, et cetera, as well, too. And extremely grateful, right, for that. And it was with the business revival method that I've been able to grow my business to this point. And I've mentioned all this other stuff prior because I think a lot of people, you see, you see the bullet points here, but you don't see all the other slides prior, right? You don't see, you don't hear about the tears. You don't see the tears, all that jazz, right? And so I'm here to tell you that essentially, yes, you are in the space where maybe you are stuck. Maybe you have been in a place in your business where you're thinking to yourself, maybe it's time to quit on the business, like, or maybe you're just like unknown. But the thing is that if you're just, if you're like me, or in terms of how you started your business, for me, I started my business. I remember it was an epiphany moment for me. Like my business started, this, your business catalyst started from an epiphany. I woke up on a Sunday morning in Oakland, California, and your business catalyst was born, right? There was no prior name to your business catalyst. There was no, there was stage one of business catalyst. And now stage two, like literally your business catalyst was all written out in a trance, in a three hours like trance state on a Sunday morning in Oakland, California, right? I was typed out. And so for me, I knew that, okay, this is clearly what I'm meant to do, right? I had this aha, I was given this epiphany for some reason. And so for me, it was like, no, there's no, there's no quitting on this business, right? And it's a matter of looking at how to make that impact of income, how to continue those sales growing. And so out of those tears came the business revival method, which I'm gonna go with you here tonight to help you unstuck your income, right? And the 
But aside from all these bullet points, right, at the end of the day, what's really this method, the beauty and power of this method is that it's allowed me no more flip-flopping, right? There's nothing missing in my business, right? I'm at a place where I was like, nothing is missing. <laughs> what are you talking about? Right? Like business is growing. This year alone, I have people messaging me about working with me, right? And not just any people, not just people, you know, but people who I actually want to work with, people whose businesses make sense, right? People whose businesses are worth me supporting, and worth me investing my time and energy. They're investing the money to me, but I'm investing the time and energy into helping, supporting, and growing their businesses so that they can really achieve the vision that they so deserve and can have, right? And the beauty of this, right? At the end of the day, what does it mean? Summary, I'm doing what I love. I love what I do, right? I'm doing what I love and I love what I do. And this method works for any business at all. I mean, I talk, and I've used this method for my clients, nonprofit clients, for-profit clients. Product-based businesses, service-based businesses, U.S., non-U.S. And this is why, yeah, and this is, I mean, literally, this is such an amazing method that I'm so excited to share with you guys here today and tonight on this episode of Entrepreneurship is a Marathon. And perhaps, I know there might be some people who have, you know, maybe you're like new to this and you're just like, what's going on here? What's Entrepreneurship is a Marathon? Yes, let's go, let's go. So as I mentioned, the business revival method works for all industries, right? And we're going to go into this five steps to it, right? We're going to go into each of them um, tonight, but essentially get your notepad out. It's going to be great. It's going to be excited. I'm really excited to this year. Yes. Okay, cool. Awesome. So this method focuses on you essentially pivoting strategically and intentionally, right? The purpose of the business revival method, and the reason why I go through it with my clients is that when you're, in, when you're in the stage of being stuck in your business and just looking at, okay, I'm trying all these next steps, but none of these next steps are working, right? And you're just maybe spending money here and there. Maybe you're listening to people here and there. You know, business A tells you to do this thing. Business C tells you to do this thing. Your neighbor, you know, P tells you to do some other thing. But really this method is about how do you really hone in on what's going to be right for you in your business, right? So number one, first step, is identifying what is working or identifying what has worked in your business, right? So identify what is working or what has worked in your business. The reason why I put has worked is because there's like current state, like what's working, right? But maybe you're like, but nothing's working right now. But what has worked in your business, right? If you've been in business for more than a day and you've had a place where you've had income in some sort of form, right? But what has worked in your business to really make that impact and income that you're looking for, right? Or you're closer to, right, looking for and getting. Okay, so then what happens is that, and the thing is that you really want to replicate success here. This is what this is about. This is about replicating success. Because it may, it's very easy to say, okay, you know what, I've tried a bunch of different things and my business is still like at the same income and I don't get it, it's not growing, must be time for me to quit, right? And it's very easy to say, everything must be wrong with it, goodbye. But chances are there's something that is working. Right. And so you need to understand what is that thing that is working for your business. Right. Then two is understand what needs to be tweaked for success. What needs to be tweaked for success? One in your business actually needs to be tweaked for success. Right. I say tweaked, not complete overhaul, but tweaked, tweaked, right. Adjustments and an example of how powerful and, and things that even minor adjustments can make a difference, right? I think back to even I was working at, you know, as a pricing strategist um, for a multi-billion dollar company, 
And this is back in my corporate corporate days. But essentially, it was like working with the merchant teams and working with the product teams to identify even just like $10 million in opportunity just meant one little, one little increase in like a price. That was it. That was it. That was the only tweet, right? But it was ensuring that that was the right tweak that had to be made right at the same time, right? So it's not just any old tweak. You want to make sure you're making the right tweak for your business. But even just a small little change, even just a small tweak could mean a couple more hundred dollars, a couple more thousands, just a couple more millions, right? Or even just a dozen more lives that you've impacted with your mission, with your purpose, with your business, with your service, with your product, right? And so it's understanding what needs to be tweaked, not overhauled. Just a little change, a little change here and there. And so number three, stop what has no place in your business, right? So first you identify what is working for your business or what has worked. Two, you understand what needs to be tweaked for success. So small little minor changes you can make that are going to have a really big impact. And then three, you need to ensure that in order to put energy towards those things that are working or the tweaks that you're making, you need to make room for that energy, right? Think of it like you're making room for the treasure, you need to get rid of the trash, right? There's stuff that's clogging up the system. In order for the water to flow, you gotta ensure that something's got to go, right? And so step three is about stop what has no place in your business, right? And don't stop your business. Remember, we're not stopping the business, we're stopping something, the things in your business that has no place in your business, right? And so really ensuring that, yes, you identify what works, Yes, you've made tweaks for success, but now you need to ensure that you, your team, you know, if you're working by yourself or if you're working with a team of people, whatever it may be, that you are working on and putting your energy towards that one and that two, right? So that means taking energy away, taking money away, taking resources away from what is literally just not working, right? Want an in-depth business strategy class? Head on over to yourbusinessrevival.com and sign up for the next live class. Now, back to the show. But definitely not just stopping your business. So stop what has no place in your business. So now, with all those that information that you have, now it's time for step four, defining your new business plan. And I put this here because even if you've been in business for 15 years or, or 15 days, right? What happens is that a lot of people think, you think that, okay, I just, I did my business plan on like day one and now that's it. No. And the reason why like any smart business person will tell you your business plan is going to change and ebbs and flows until you're at a place where it is like a stable company, et cetera. Right. But the thing is that at any point in time, even for 100 companies, like when I was working as a strategist, right. Internal consultant, or even as an external consultant for 100 companies, there was always a, you know, okay, three to five years. Okay. Next, this is a three-year plan. Right. And then year two into the three-year plan, it's like, all right, what's the next three years? But there's always a look at the new business plan, right? There's always a look at what was the old business plan? What is the potential for the new business plan? And how do we rework and like edit that and shape that, right? So define your new business plan. And when I say new business plan, I don't mean a 30-page document. No, no, no. What about 30-page document? A one-page business plan, right? That's highlighting your 30-second like change maker statement, is highlighting your differentiator, your secret sauce for your business, right? It's a snip of your CEO like story that resonates with your audience, right? It's real simple. I'm not, we're not doing a whole like 
you know, a whole new pitch deck here. We're gonna talk about defining your new business plan. And so you identify what's working for your business. You understand what needs to be tweaked for success. You're making room for that by stopping what has no place in your business. And then you're summarizing all of that into a new business plan for you and your team to take action and move forward on, right? Then what next? You got to say it and spray it. Say it and spray it, right? And what I mean by say it and spray it. So by say it and spray it, what I mean is I've, I took notes to ensure that I'm sharing all the information I need to share with you guys here tonight. Um, but essentially by say it and spray it, it's, you know, maybe when you, depending on where you grew up, you might have heard like, say it, don't spray it. But here we're saying say it and spray it, okay? So you want to ensure that now that you have, you know, this new sort of marketing strategy, this new plan for yourself, this new like sort of phase of your business, right? And you've pivoted. Now it's time for you to update the market, right? Update your audience, update just things that are going on, right? And ensure that people understand what this new you is, right? What this new business is, right? It may not be completely new, but again, right? It could, we're just talking about like, it could be just like tweaks that you've made, but you need to announce those tweaks <laughs> in some form or fashion. They need to be updated and ensure that the, the market and the world like knows about these tweaks that you've made in your business, right? But either way, sort of your business is entering this new phase, and so act like that's this new phase and say it and spray it, right? A lot of the times it's very much, it's very easy to, you know, get stuck and just like still saying like, oh, well, I'm making the tweaks. So I'm not sure it's going to work. And I, da, da, da. no, 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 You need to say it and spray it, right? You need to say it and then just like let it out, right? Let it out. And so this is where it becomes necessary to have an effective content and marketing strategy, right? So within your marketing strategy, choosing the right platform for you, choosing the right messaging, right? That needs to happen for your audience that aligns with your audience, that aligns with not only your audience, but also your new business and how you want to approach them and approach your audience in this sort of enhanced way so that you can show up and actually grow, right? And you might be thinking yourself, Vanessa, does this actually work? Well, let's see. Um, so... I had a client, for example, Jay, right? So he's out in California and he is, he's been a lawyer for many, many years, decades, and then decided to make a pivot into a new company for helping, running legal services in a different way, up in that way. And so what happened was that he was doing a bunch of stuff for a couple of months, asking a bunch of questions, still was lost, still trying to figure out, okay, what is missing? Don't know what, right? Something's missing, but I don't know what. And then we had a session, we chatted together and I took him through essentially the business revival method. And this is what he had to say, right? Everything is falling into place now. Sales are starting to flow in with ease. Messaging is falling into place. Conversations are easier. My officers are coming together, right? And all of that is when I said, you know, if you, if you see the title, if you saw the title of this episode, it said, how to unsuck your income, the hustle and breathe way, right? Like you're seeing the breath, right, in this message. Because at the end of the day, that's really what it's about. The business revival method. Are you getting this? Let me know if you're getting this, right? The business revival method is all about getting you to a place in your business where you can continue to go back to the ease, right? You've been struggling for a little too long. You've been frustrated for way too long. You've been discouraged for way too long. It's time for you to get on the other side of that mountain, right? and a get away from that that discouragement that frustration and then we also had josephine so she's out in switzerland and she's gonna mention more clarity in one session than over the last couple of months right and so with her her plan her business was that she was in a program 
and she was doing a bunch of stuff for a couple months with that program and she still had not something was missing but what right that was a question it was like something is missing but what and she just kept searching around for that but what right what is the thing that was missing and through the re business revival method was able to get her to a place where she then had the more clarity definition and direction that she needed for her coaching business right but that's service based you might be like but Vanessa what about the product so Tanya here, she essentially had been in a place in her business when she came to me, where she had hit, she said, said, I hit rock bottom so many times, listening to so many experts. And from then, it's just like, who do you listen to? Enter Vanessa at the tail end of last year, business is picking up, right? And so for her, she does like skincare, makeup, um, products and offers that to people to enhance their beauty so that they can feel better coming up and showing up as their authentic selves on a regular basis, right? And so for her, she had been in a place where her business, she had hit like rock bottom in her business. Like literally, it was just like struggle for her. But with the business revival method, what did it do? It revived her business, right? And so in working with Tanya, getting her to a place where sales were actually starting to come in again, right, on a month by month basis, and her business was actually picking up, right? And then she then was able to breathe sort of that sigh of relief from hustling, but I'm also making things happen, right? And then we have Talina, right? And Talina mentions after talking to Vanessa, she helped me make that important decision to continue on the business, right? The business is thriving, just taking her advice. Vanessa helped me fill in a lot of the gaps as far as the planning of my business, where I wanted to go and how I'll execute it. Right. And Talina is a mother of a couple of kids, one of them going off to college. Uh, it was awesome. She is now an author as well, too. And then in addition to that, she also had a separate business where she was actually a dog breeder um, or she is a dog breeder, say. present tense. Uh, so she is a dog breeder. Right. And that was essentially the business that was able to thrive for her. Um, and we were able to get to a place where her business partner, she had lost her business partner in the beginning and it was kind of like, well, no point in doing the business, but essentially in giving her the strategy tips that she needed to continue. Now with the business revival method, her business is now thriving, right? And that's really what it's about. That's really what this methodology is about and why I'm so excited to have been able to share that with my client and being able to share that now with you here, right? And if you're looking to revive your business, if you want to keep moving forward and not quit on your business, if you believe in the impact you're making and the income that you are and you can generate, then schedule time with me at power.vzami.com, right? And so I invite you into a 20-minute conversation where essentially what you're going to do is going to hop on this link, power.vzami.com. You're going to see a calendar, see a calendar with some days and times. You're going to choose a day and time that works for you, right? Choose a day. Choose the time and the time zone is in your time zone. So you don't need to worry about that. It's automatic. Look at your calendar. Consider the best days of the week that work for you. Choose a time that works for you. Then you'll be directed to a questionnaire, sort of mini application, right? And with that, input your name and email so that you can receive the calendar invite, right? So that you can receive that calendar invite and then answer the questions, right? Which helps both of us, both me and you to understand if we're fit to work together, right? And then you hit submit, confirm, send, and at the time of your complimentary session, it's only 20 minutes, maximum maybe like 27 minutes. But essentially what we're going to do, we're going to hash it out. We're just going to hash out your business. We're going to do what are the challenges you're facing, what are the problems, and then I'll share a recommended path for you. And then you'll know what your next steps are for your business when it comes to utilizing and leveraging the business revival method. So if you're on the verge of quitting on your business, if you found yourself thinking, oh, let me, maybe I should put my business on pause. Maybe it's time for me to focus back on my career, focus on something else that's not the business. But 
you have those thoughts, but yet at the same time, you have another part of your brain that's saying, you know, but uh, there's something more to this business. I know I'm meant for the, to make this impact, right? You know, there's, there's an ounce of you that knows there's more to what your business can be. Then schedule a complimentary underwhelm your overwhelmed business session with me, power.bzami.com. And let's get you leveraging the business revival method to revive your business, to unstuck your income, and to take you to the next level of where you should and could be with your business. And let's connect further. Yes, yes, yes. Listen, if you are, if you know someone who's struggling with their business, or if you know someone who has a day job in a business, if, you, if someone has come to you and said to you, you know, they come to you and said, you know, I'm thinking about putting my business on pause. You know, I think I just focus back on my career. But you believe that they can make this business thing happen. Then I want you to share this episode with them. Right. And so schedule time at power.vzami.com and let's connect on the next steps and a clear path forward for you to keep moving forward on your business. Yes. With that being said, have a lovely evening and a beautiful night and an abundant week. Cheers. Chat soon. Thanks for joining us this week on Entrepreneurship is a Marathon. If you found value in the show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes or Spotify. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about this episode, that'd be great too. And if you're enjoying the show, make sure to visit our website, yourbusinessrevival.com to register for our upcoming business masterclass. Be sure to tune in every Wednesday morning during your commute from your kitchen to your laptop for new episodes. It's your time to revive, grow, and scale.